Hey, what's going on? It's time for the podcast again. And how are ya? I realize it's Thursday. I know. I'm sorry. I'm late with it. I'm not going to be doing this on Sundays anymore. I'm probably going to be doing this on... Uh, those are my keys. I'm sorry. I'm going to be doing this on Thursdays now because um, I find it to be the least objectionable day. Friday, I'm just going to want to crash and burn. And... No, that's my only reason for picking Thursday. Because <laughs> I don't want to do it on the weekends. That's all. I just shut down on the weekends. Uh, apart from last Saturday. That was the best fucking day. I, I didn't leave the house once. Like, I'm not even kidding. I didn't do shit that day. I, I mean, I sat in and like played for like nine hours straight. Guitar and drum. But I needed like the Sunday to recover. Because freaking, freaking down picking all those songs. But, um... You can check some of the stuff out on my SoundCloud page. I've decided to market myself as a Metallica tribute act because uh, uh, I can't really play anything else. I mean, I don't know. I can drum stuff, but that's about it. Anyway, that's that's the start of the later bit of the podcast. This is essentially going to become like a therapy session for me. So there's really not going to be a whole lot of comedy involved. I do apologize in advance. I know I'm supposed to make you guys laugh, but you know what? You know what? You're not paying for this. No one's paying for this. No one's paying for me to do this so I can just, uh, you know, I'll say whatever I want. Who gives a fuck? Um, oh, so anyways, I'll tell you, I tell you what, I, what did happen to me earlier than week. Because, like, you know when you're sitting on the train and then, like, you're like, the guy in front of you or girl, whatever, he, like, rests his head back. And so in a weird sort of way, you feel like he's in your personal space when all he's really trying to do is, like, is like rest right before he, you know, faces the sea of cubicles and corporate bullshit at work. So I understand, but like, that's not how my brain works at the time. I think all these embarrassing thoughts like, oh, what if he just took a safety pin and stuck it right in his skull? What would happen? Would he forget how to do his job? You have to get off the train and go home. At least then my space would be freed up. You know, if I smoked, I could take a lighter and watch that product light up quicker. Freaking... Christmas tree lights, Jesus Christ, I need help. I, n- I need help, I know. I need like a serious freaking freaking therapy session. I know, this isn't even going to be one of those. Ther- I mean, I'm trying to I, I'm trying to do headspace, but like um, I'm just trying to get past the first hurdle, which is admitting that I installed headspace. I mean, I haven't even done done that yet. I'm just riffing at the moment. This is what, this is what Thursday's going to hold when I do the podcast for you guys. So, I'm sorry, not sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm essentially realizing that I'm just, I'm just a big kid at my work, you know, it's like, um, I, out of eight people, myself included on my team, I am the only guy who's single, only, only person that's single. Like I, I, I almost used to feel pride with that. Like, you know, yeah, you do fuckers can live your single life through me, but that's not really how it works anymore. When you get to a certain age, you know, it's like. Everyone around you is doing like all this, all this grown-up shit. <laughs> you know, like uh, 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 you know, these guys, one of my, one of the people on my team is like, you know, they got themselves a new flat recently or whatever, installing it. You know, getting themselves like a new floor and like all these kitchen appliances or whatever. That's just the thoughts that are going through, you know, my head when you hear new flat and whatnot. But uh, Jesus Christ. It's one lady's got basically been working on a house since like, you know, day one, literally day one from the sounds of it, you know, 
they're all like family people and I'm sitting over in the corner like, Did anybody see the YouTube video with the raccoon stealing the cat food? Every, I really do have a pathetic existence at this point. I mean, like these, there's the occasional dad-like person who likes to live this single life for me. But this, this really, this really isn't like one of those kind of single lives, you know. I'm just, I'm not like a going outside person. I'm more like a suffer through the consequences of not doing background checks in your dates kind of person. <laughs> you know, it's just apparently you can pay to do that. You know, I used to, I used to work with this woman who um I was like I was bitching saying I'm going to start doing background checks and all of these crazy broads. And she goes, "You know you can actually get that done." I said, "How did you know?" And she goes, "Well, I ran it on myself just to make sure there was nothing happening there." And I'm thinking, "Okay. Did you have a couple of uh adventurous weekends over there?" And she looked me dead ass in the eye and goes, "Yes." Like, that was a normal response. That was one of the most depressing things I've heard in a while. But you know what? It's been it's been a pretty good week. That's the extent of my bitching I'm going to do for now. It's You know, it has been a good week. You just, I don't know. Maybe it is when you get to a certain age, you learn to appreciate this, you know, the, oh, excuse me, lots of smaller things in life and everything, you know. It's just, I don't know. You know, if I ever do become truly happy, you guys are fucked. There'd be no podcast. It wouldn't be called the complaint experience. It would just be called the experience. And there's no experience here. There's like gigging experience and various indoor activity experience. And that's about it. That is it. Oh, man, I can't lie to you people and tell you how fucking awesome it is jamming in a band. I mean, you know, it's just me at the moment doing these tracks but you know they're, they're not mine I can't write for shit it's just fun but I don't know getting with other like like-minded people having a couple of research, rehearsal sessions playing gigs and stuff I used to do that a lot when I was in school I, I was part of this kind of like a 60s psychedelic punk band I think it was like 18 or something at the time and um what happened like we, they had like a, sh a shitload of originals all up on SoundCloud and uh, they'd say, oh, we have a new song, learn this, we have a gig on Saturday. And that was it. That was, you know, no leadership or responsibilities involved. I was living the fucking dream. All I had to do was show up and play drums. It was great. And, um, yeah, they, were, they weren't bad songs, to be fair. You know, we, we, had, we had some pretty awesome gigs, like uh, a couple of memorable ones. We played at this uh, place right by the BT Tower. It was, like, basically right underneath it. And, uh... Sorry, my phone line up, I don't know what it is. And, um, yeah, it, it was basically where all the the guys who worked, they would chill, like, right afterwards and check out local bands and stuff. So we got, like, a couple of uh, photographers' numbers and stuff like that. And it was, you know, it was exciting times. And um, uh, the, I think the New Cross Inn was one of our more popular places. We actually sold tickets there for, one, you know, once. I mean, granted, they were, like, 350 But you know what? We still sold tickets. How many people can say that? Um, they used to have one of them as like a bookmark. Uh, I've no idea what the fuck it is now, but you know, it was a, it was a different band, it's, you know, but, um, I'll tell you the second time we played New Cross Inn, I've told like, I've told all of you guys this story, but you know what, I'm going to at least document it so I don't have to ever tell it again. Um, there was a time when we were playing at the New Cross Inn, obviously, sorry, um, 
I mean, it was nothing we hadn't done like a, a million times before. You know, we show up at two o'clock, do the sound check, leave our shit there, and then hop around London screaming, fuck the police! Because evidently that's what you do at 18 years old. We didn't even have any drugs on us. It was, it was great. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that great. I don't know. Anyway, um, so we get back. We play. We, we were actually headlining the show there. Uh, by headlining, I mean we went on last. I don't think we were actually technically a headline act at the time. But you know what? Screw it. We were headlining. I'm just going to tell people we were headlining. I don't give a fuck, right? It just means we were, you know, playing last means you headline at a certain venue. I don't know what the fuck. You can tell I haven't gigged in a while. Forget all the fucking terminology. Um... Yeah, and the, this promoter guy—he's like floating about with two of the hottest girls I've ever fucking seen in my life, and he—he uh, he watches us play our set. It was—I mean, it was a normal set for us. And then right at the end, we did uh, uh, "In Bloom" by Nirvana. He—I um, was—he's fantastic. The guys jump off stage. I'm like uh, undoing uh, the stuff on the drums to start packing up and stuff. And he comes up to me with a tequila shot and he's like, dude, that was fucking awesome. I was there drumming along with it and stuff. Hands me the tequila shot. Now, I I I get nervous when I play on stage, or at least I used to. I don't know how it is now. So I get like a little bit shaky and I've managed to trip over some of the stuff I had left on the floor from unscrewing the drums. And the, 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 the tequila's gone all over his lovely, lovely blue suit and... Uh, that's the story of why I'm not famous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I pr- there probably would be no my podcast if, if that had gone well. I, I'm not saying we would have landed a record deal and sold out fucking Glastonbury or whatever. But I can tell you this. I would not, I would definitely not be in this spot right now. Bitching to you guys in a, in a dimly lit room. This room's not even lit. <laughs> Either way. Either way. It was, you know... Any kind of music, whether you, whether you're hundred percent into it or not, just playing with other guys is just it's, it's fucking unreal. Ugh, you know, I mean, the, I put um I put an ad out today actually, uh, just saying, you know, like a chart. Does anyone want to play Metallica? I want to play Metallica, because like once you know the riff and the chorus, that's pretty much the entire song right there. Um, I think I have a freaking freaking email from the. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. It turns out. When you exit the app while recording, the recording stops. So I'm not going to be sure. Oh, no, wait, I'll just use my phone. <laughs> I, I'm officially an old fuck right now. All right, let's have a look at my messages. Uh, I don't know why I'm going to read. You know why I'm going to read this now is because I'm borderline desperate for people to write in. Even even if it's just to say, you know, you're a moron, you don't know what you're talking about. I'd be okay with that. I'd still fucking read it with a biased opinion. Unbiased. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's have a look at then. So I've been talking to this guy, finding out what he's into, you know, just general thrash stuff. Uh, Metallica seems to be one of those things. He's written, uh, that's awesome. Defo for jamming them. What is- oh, wait a minute. That's my email to him. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he plays guitar, has two Epiphone, Les Pauls, and a Schecter Flying V. I don't even know what those look like. Um, what about yourself? What bands do you like aside from Metallica? Ah, uh, not a lot, gonna be honest with you. Um, I mean, I think the main drumming influence is probably, uh, Neil Peart 
from Russia, like, you know, from like 10 years old, I heard uh, YYZ and just, I started playing right after that. I grew, you know, I grew up listening and playing, that's listening to and playing that stuff. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely a big part of learning. And I don't know, different bands seem to influence different instruments for me. It's just, it, and it's just one of those things, like certain genres to me are more fun to play. Prog rock is more, well, I say prog rock. Rush is more fun to play on drums. Metallic is more fun to play on guitar for me. So, you know, it's that simple. Uh, Bass-wise, I don't really have an answer. The Chili Peppers stuff is fun to play only because Flea, he's out of his fucking mind. It's almost like he's he's got some kind of mad, mad stimulant part of his blood. That guy, he looks like he ages, but he just doesn't. He's always hopping around on stage. Just literally hopping around on stage like a maniac. Did anybody ever see the Chili Peppers perform? I think I think it was Woodstock in '99, where he he comes out. I'm not sure if it was the last song or the whole set or whatever. He comes out bare as naked. Back when you could still do that 20 years ago, Woodstock. You know, how how much trouble would a guy get into for doing that now? Hopping out on st- stage with nothing but a guitar on. That'd be that Bill Nye thing from Love Actually all over again. That was hilarious. That, you know. So anyways, yeah. If people could write in, that, that'd just be great, you know. Slide into the old DMs over there. Ugh. One, th- one thing I'm quickly realizing about myself is that I, I can't use the I used to be fat excuse anymore as to why I'm an unsociable bastard. I mean, there is no excuse at the end of the day, to be honest. I mean, I still, I don't know, I can still get by, show up for two drinks and then t- tap out on a Thursday at best. These maniacs at my work, they go out drinking on Mondays, Monday afternoons. And then I say, it's Monday afternoon, you maniacs. And then they look at me like I'm some kind of fucking moron. What am I doing wrong here? Apart from wishing to stay sober for the rest of the week. You know? Ugh. You know what I'm realizing is... Anyway, yeah. Yeah. I already said that. I'm sorry. I'm realizing I can't use that as an excuse anymore. Because it's been like three years. You know, the image is like well ingrained in my brain. But I swear to God, I'm trying to get rid of it. You know, it's, you know, it's nearly gone, but like, you know, I'll tell you what it is. It's like, you know, when you're standing up and looking sideways in the mirror, you think to yourself, all right, that's, that's, that's not too bad. I only have to go to the gym three times this week, right? And then you sit down and I don't know what the fuck happens. Like three handfuls of shit, sorry. Three handfuls of shit just lands on your fucking thighs. And you just think, well. You know, you sitting down is going to be your body in, in like, its truest form. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, I'll tell you one thing I was joking about is that I was telling people I was in, like, a baggy jumper in the summer shape. I want to be in, um, sitting down without a shirt on shape. <laughs> See, because, I don't know, that happens to everyone, right? You sit down and you just expand. Like a plastic bag full of pudding or something. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe wear like all the right flattering shirts or whatever. Ugh. So anyways, yeah. I was joking with some of the guys at work. Or one of the guys. I don't know. That, um... I only have one shirt I use use for dating. 
socializing and stuff like that. Uh, it's, and honestly, I wish I could do better. I really do. But it's, you know, it's either that fancy shirt or baggy jumper. That's what you're getting. Because I'm not in sitting down without a shirt on shape yet. Ah. Uh, Believe me, I'm working towards it. Any of you guys have seen how depressing my lunch is at work, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so anyways, I, I think that's going to be it for now. I, this was a very productive therapy session. Thank you for your time. Your total is 450. You know, I don't know why I bother trying to riff. I'm, I swear to God, I'm going to start. I'll write down more stuff. I mean, that's part of the reason why I started this podcast in the first place, right? I wanted to see if I could make you guys laugh, if I could go do stand-up or whatever. And you know what? I'd say I, I have got... So, all right. So there's this place on Shaftesbury Avenue that does open mic nights. You just show up and then claim your five-minute spot. I have my five minutes. I, I believe I've written five minutes of material. All I really need to do is, like, act it out and time myself and make sure that Oh, it's five minutes. I don't really care if it's funny. I just want to get up and do it just to be able to say that I've done it. Um, luckily, I haven't named the place. I'm not that much of a moron yet. Uh, but when I, I'm gonna, when I do it, I'm gonna do it on my own. And if it kills, then fucking great. I'll start inviting people. I'll write more material. I don't know. I, I feel like that kind of thing will inspire me to write more stuff. It's, I mean, the main trouble I'm facing at the moment is that I don't get outside and experience enough to write about. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm going to change that. I've told myself I'm going to do like one new thing a month at least. You know, no matter how ridiculous it is. I'd say one thing I'd really like to achieve is I'd like to find an adult trampoline park. And I don't give a fuck how childish that sounds. Okay? It's deep down, not even that deep down. You all want to try an adult trampoline park. Don't even lie to me, okay? I know some of you guys are probably laughing your heads off right now, but there's that bit of your brain that's saying, I wouldn't mind trying that just once, you know? All right, uh, that's going to be the podcast for this evening. Go fuck yourselves and have a great week. All right.